Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Aaron Rodgers on November 11th, 2020. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Hack has been uh, a really important part of our culture. Hope he doesn't go anywhere. Unless I do. Unless I do. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Terry Bradshaw. ESPN NFL analyst Lewis Riddick, Oscar-nominated actor Stanley Tucci, plus GJ's big-ass grab bag and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH. Hop on it while you can. Uh, honestly, this is going to be the last day of the, uh, I, I believe, because, you know, news cycles, they go, they come and go. Uh, this is the last day in which you're going to be able to call in and give me your overtime rule change. I mean, that's all the people have been doing all week long, <laughs> trying to fix the overtime rule that uh, got sparked by the last football game. When there, another football game gets played, we're going to turn the page unless, yeah, unless it happens again. Right. Unless it happens again. What's so, more likely? You know, that's coming up later on. It's part of our Friday uh, Friday fun. Uh, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on NBC Sports on Peacock. NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM, Channel 85. We say hello to our ter- radio, re- terrestrial radio listeners. Uh, I shortened that to Terradio. That's not bad. Our Terradio listeners. Um, <laughs> good to speak to everybody out there who's streaming us on Odyssey. Coast to coast and, and on our podcast listeners as well. We we cherish your uh, listening to this show whenever you want around the world. Cumulus Podcast Network, where all podcasts are acquired. We appreciate everybody that we see who is visiting richeisenshop.com to get all of our uh, of our, 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 our baubles, including this here mug that's right here at my desk. Hold on, like, um, Deli- delicious. Just to show you it's functional, it works. And uh, drinking radio slams. Drinking radio is the greatest uh, to ra- It's the greatest to radio out there. At any rate, good to see you, Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo, and your spot, TJ Jefferson. Good to see you over there. What up, Rich? And and so um, here we are. Here we are uh, uh, on Championship Sunday uh, weekend. Here we go. This is it. Uh, we have we have made it, if you will. Yeah. Here we go. And so it starts with the AFC Championship game in Kansas City. Um, so much made all year long about the Chiefs being under 500, not once, not twice, but three different times. And when it all comes down to it, the Chiefs not only do not get the first seed and the bye week, they still get the AFC Championship game at home, even though the team that denied them the ability to win out and get that one seed and the team that knocked them down a peg out of that one seed uh, is in their house 
the Cincinnati Bengals, who took care of the Chiefs in Week 17, back again. It is a rematch. Just run it right back again. Bengals at Chiefs on CBS, leading into a rematch of Week 18. We said it all uh, all along. Uh, the first day, as soon as Week 18 was done, and we got through that craziness of the Sunday night football game, ending in a tie or not, and what that meant for the the uh, the Steelers. I said it that day, and I will say it again. Will the Rams rue the moment that they could not knock out the 49ers when they had the best chance to do it, which was up on them at home week 18, when they had the ball and an ability to pick up one single first down would have eliminated the 49ers, couldn't do it, punted the ball back, gave them the football uh, 87 yards from pay dirt, uh, with 88, 88 yards from pay dirt with 87 seconds to go. And um, no timeouts left. And the 49ers went those 88 yards in 61 seconds, forced overtime, made the playoffs, and now having bounced the Cowboys, one and done the Cowboys, and one and done the Packers. Here they come in Los Angeles, where the Rams, despite losing that day, despite losing that day and the ability to have the two seed and not one but two games at home, forcing them on the road for the divisional playoff weekend. And of all places, they wind up in Tampa Bay and they knock out the world champs for the right to host this game in Los Angeles to try and do the Bucks one better than last year, which is host the NFC Championship game for the right to stay at home and win the Super Bowl in your home stadium. As we remember last year, the Bucks had to win the NFC Championship game on the road for the right to host the Super Bowl, which they became the first to do so. And then, of course, the first to win it there. And I've said this and I will repeat it again. I said this two weeks ago after the 49ers won and done Got into the playoffs, actually, before it was the, against the Cowboys. I laid it all out for you 49er fans, and I'm just going to repeat it one more time right here to whet your appetite for Championship Sunday. This is all-time stuff. What the 49ers have here is all-time stuff, not just, obviously, to put another trophy in the case. They've done that before. And not just to try and beat a long-standing rival. They've done that before in a championship game. They got the monkey off their back in the Super Bowl with Steve Young by taking care of the Cowboys. When the Cowboys were amidst their tripleting, and I don't mean Jeff, when they were doing all their triplets in Super Bowl winning, the Niners beat the Dallas Cowboys. And so what they did Back in week 18, to make this possible, they have all-time stuff by not only beating their long-standing rival, but doing it in their house. Yes, they've beaten the Rams six in a row, but this one's different. If they do it in their house, denying the Rams the ability to make the Super Bowl in their house, whose house? Rams' house. For them to go into the Rams' house and prevent the Rams from making the Super Bowl in their house, and it's they who play in the Rams' house in the Super Bowl instead. And they do it with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, the guy who the 49ers were kicking the tires elsewhere on 
from the minute the calendar turned to 2021, and the first guy that they used in their decision-making process, the first one whose tape apparently they started grinding was the one who the Rams beat them out on and is starting in this game too in Matthew Stafford. And the 49ers have a chance to have Jimmy Garoppolo despite all of that. Despite of what they did, for Jimmy to win this game and then make the Super Bowl in the Rams' house and then potentially win it there? So every single time they return to the Los Angeles Rams, SoFi Stadium, Rams' house, for every single year, as they will do forevermore, and say, this is our house? Michael Irvin last year on Super Bowl Sunday, NFL game day morning, he was the only one to choose the Bucks over the Chiefs. We all took the Chiefs. That was so stupid. And I told you, remember I came home from that, and I'm like, don't ever let me bet against Brady again after I've already placed all of my chits on Tom Brady. Remember I did that? <laughs> and you, 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 you said you wouldn't let me do it. Now I, do it. I went down with that Buccaneers ship well, this year. Yeah, it's a good ship. And you you, know, you reminded though, us a few times this year. I know that. Even though, you know, uh, I sensed that that Rams defensive line against the banged-up offensive line of the Bucks was going to have their day and have their say, and they eventually, as we all know, did, and then eventually won despite the mistakes on offense. You know, I, I said that last year, and what Irv said on that day resonates now and why I think the Rams are going to stick their foot in the ground anyway or what the Niners can use to their advantage. Irv said the Bucks would never let somebody come on their turf in their house and celebrate a Super Bowl championship in their house. They will never do that. They cannot let that happen. They can never, ever walk in this building again if somebody else won there. How can they protect their turf forevermore if the ultimate game on which to protect your turf the first time anybody has the ability to protect your actual hallowed home ground on Super Sunday? That you do not do that. And the Chiefs, as we all know, you know, not a long-standing standing rival of the Bucks. And I, I kind of said, like, all right, I guess when the Chiefs come back here or whatever, and he goes, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if they come back here once every four years, the Bucks will know it. And that's what's at stake on Sunday for the Rams. They have a right to play in the Super Bowl house. Their own home. Stay in their own beds. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, my gosh, what a tremendous advantage this would be. And also for them to open up the stadium their first year with fans. I mean, this is what's at stake for the Rams and what the Niners can plant a seed in this house and watch it grow for years and years and years forevermore. You know, 2027 season, it all comes down to this game for the NFC West. Huge game. You know, hot seats could be hot. Who the hell knows? You know, jobs are on the line and players are playing for their contracts just like your normal huge game year in and year out that you would have and we've heard that before and it will be huge on that day but then the Niners can always say yeah but remember that this is our house the Rams really want that my gosh plant the flag yeah plant the flag that's what the Niners can do and then if they can take another step and win in that building 
This is what's at stake, and this is why you have to think the Rams cannot allow this to happen. And why you know you hear it in this town. I mean, the Rams are concerned. The number of Niners fans that could show up there, there was a silent snap count for Stafford on that week 18. This is, this is it. This is the time. This game on Sunday night has so much at stake. Shanahan, McVay, Jimmy G doing what he's done despite the obvious lack of vote of lack of confidence that the 49ers gave towards him for the long term. And yet here he is anyway. And here they are together as a team, as Shanahan said was possible. Huge. I can't wait. What a big game. And I know that I've lingered on this more than the AFC Championship game, but that one is going to be intense as well and the amazing thing again for this weekend for this championship game weekend where we don't have Brady or Rodgers for the first time since 2009 couple days after Big Ben retires that the changing of the guard has happened in the AFC the torch has been passed and I know that Brady took that torch away from Mahomes and doused it in that tribal council of the Super Bowl last year. He took the torch back. Mahomes has the opportunity to grab it, not specifically from Brady, but say I've got my second in three years and second since being drafted and then sitting for a year. He is the king now. I mean, he's at the top of the mountain and, you know, Josh Allen is going to have his say, but he's the king of the top of the mountain in the AFC right now in terms of quarterbacks. It's his conference. He's only appeared in this conference championship game four straight times. (laughs) Four years as a starter, four years AFC championship game appearances. And who can come at this king right now but Joe Burrow, who does not care about anything that I've just said. No, he doesn't. Anything that I've just Whatever said. Joe Burrow's doing right now, it's the coolest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Man, look at the way he brushes his teeth. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's wow. impressive. Look how he ate that McMuffin. <laughs> wow. Look at the way he's packing this bag for the road trip. Wow, to say he packs his bag that way. Oh, good oh, idea. Yeah, I should do that, that yeah, that, that, that way. He puts his pants on both legs? Wow, that's insane. Look at that ski Seriously, cat. this is what... Joe Burrow's bringing with Jamar Chase, and you've got, you know, Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes in the same building. Yep. The butt kicker, Evan McPherson, two excellent kickers, special teams terrific, and the Bengals just ready to roll, house money on the table. Not knowing what they not what they're apparently supposed to know, and Joe Burrow going for Mahomes to basically say, "Yeah, you know, this is your conference, but uh, uh, I'm now in it. Here's my calling card. Championship Sunday, folks. What do you think? Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial uh, on the program. Uh, our poll question is simple: Which Super Bowl matchup do you want to see the most? Check it out. Or have you posted that at Rich Eisen Show? Just Chris? one up. Uh, what's going to be the matchup? I will hit that with the retweet.
Uh, <laughs> Lewis Riddick of ESPN Monday Night Football will join us in hour two to break down everything that I just said. Um, hour number three, we're going to just take a, a, a slight break from all this. I'm a huge fan of this man's work. The great actor Stanley Tucci will join us. Got a great uh, Hollywood true or false set up. There's a couple things about him that I did not know ever. Oh. And um, and uh, he will be on this program. He's got a new AM uh, television show, AMC Plus's La Fortuna. Uh, my wife loves the series Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy. He went looking for his roots through food. Huge success on, on CNN. Uh, he will be joining us in hour number three. But let us take a break. And when we come back, welcome in the man whose life story is now front and center on HBO Max this week, coming week in HBO. His life story uh, going deep. The one and only Pro Football Hall of Famer, four-time Super Bowl champion, and who will be on Fox this Sunday in advance of the NFC Championship game, Terry Bradshaw, when we come back. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Terry Bradshaw calling into the show in a matter of moments here. He'll be part of Fox's coverage, NFL on Fox's coverage for uh, the uh, championship game. 844-204-RICH, number to dial, phone lines are lit. Let's take them. Um, let's go to Terzo in Iowa, one of All our rise. favorites. All rise. Here All we rise. go. What's up? What's up, guys? What's up? Terzo. How are you, sir? Oh, Brockman. Oh, I'm all right. I'm, I got to call out Brockman here. We got the NFC West, my man. Yep. <laughs> how we feel? How, how, hold on. How, how's the mind? How's the mind goblin feeling for you right now? It kind of feels like I'm living rent-free. 
Well, I mean, I still I've got a fifty percent chance of winning the Super Bowl, so I'm I'm still good. Well, we were just to get to the Super Bowl. The NFC West would represent the NFC in the NFC Championship game. What's what was the bet the, again? The Super Bowl. I mean, I the lost. NFC so what's West, the bet? Yeah, uh, you have to wear Niners gear uh, during the Super Bowl, so I can't wait to actually see you wearing a shirt during a, a big game. Wow. <laughs> You're gonna, I don't even know if I have a 49ers shirt, but I'll wear I'll red. How's that sound? Brockman, I will send, I will send it out to you, my man. <laughs> okay, Terzo, what do you think? Wow. What do you think? Uh, who who I, makes the Super Bowl? I, I, I think at this point, with the new kid on the block, Joe Burrow, you know, love the story. I just think it's going to be tough to go into KC with all of that noise. Unless Jamar Chase has a Tyree type of game, which he's done multiple times this year, I don't see them uh, making it to the Super Bowl. And honestly, it's a coin flip in, in L.A., and I think the Niners have just as great a shot as anybody. You know, I'm going to throw it out there and speak, speak volumes to it. Let's win seven in a row, baby, and let's make it to the Super Bowl because if you ain't going to believe in it, don't even say it. And I believe in it, so I'm going to say it. Go Niners. All right, thanks for the call, Terzo. Appreciate Terzo. it. Terzo. Let, me, let me give the Rams perspective on things since I laid deep into the 49ers. So the Rams decide Jared Goff is not the guy for them. I don't know when that decision came, but it was obvious, right? And they make one of the boldest maneuvers you can have, especially since they've already signed him to that monster bonanza second contract. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, that means you've got to give up draft choices with your quarterback. That never happens, right? And it's, it, it, it kind of was the template for the Eagles trade to the Colts. But, you know, because the uh, Colts didn't send a quarterback back to the Eagles, right. which was the reason why the Rams made this trade, <laughs> um, the, the first rounders were kind of fungible and things of that nature, but... You see what the Rams did to start the year. Bold, huge maneuver. Coughing up first rounders like the San Francisco 49ers did, but the Niners did it for a fill-in-the-blank question mark quarterback that wound up being Trey Lance. The Rams did it by getting totally changing course and getting Stafford. And then when they did that, it totally changed the course of the entire team and their plans and their trajectory. And then on top of it, they win a sweepstakes for Odell Beckham Jr. And then Les Snead acquires Von Miller in the middle of the season. And now they're all in. Now they're all in with Matthew Stafford. And now the question of, is Stafford the big game guy? Can he be a big game guy? In the middle of all this, as Les Need made these moves, the team dipped. The team dipped and got hit in the mouth by the Niners and the Titans. And now it comes like, okay, all you got to do is just hit the, hit the Rams in the mouth and out-physical them. I know that's not really a, an English phrase, but I think that's the phrase that's used here in, in our world. It's all you got to do. And just as they make these moves, they start taking a turn south. And they're two out behind the Cardinals to even win the division. 
And you're going to make these moves to try and boost a wild card team with a guy who's never done it before in Stafford and the it being winning big games in the playoffs? With all due respect to Lions fans who think they should have beaten TJ's Cowboys. <laughs> and then the Rams start turning it around. Sony Michelle starts running the ball physically. They start getting their mojo back. Still lose to the 49ers in Week 18. Get the NFC West title anyway. And boat race the Cardinals. Boat race the Bucks. Turn their boat parade into a boat race before holding on for dear life. And then... Win that game anyway. Still get the NFC Championship game in their house for the right to play the Super Bowl in their house. And Stafford, in his first two games as a Rams quarterback, he got 300 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown in each game. And the only other quarterback in playoff history to do that in the same postseason is Mahomes. And here are the Rams to try and cash in less needs chips. And knock the Niners out anyway. And host the, the Super Bowl in their house. Exciting stuff. And you'll be seeing that game on Fox. Going deep on HBO debuts Tuesday night. And you can stream it on HBO Max as well. It is the life story of one of... Uh, our favorites, and so uh, same with America, quite frankly. <laughs> he is a Super Bowl champion four times over, a pro football Hall of Famer, and part of NFL on Fox. He's Terry Bradshaw back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Terry? Hey, Rich. How you doing, buddy? Oh. I went outside to get my AirPods, and uh, obviously, yeah, they're dead. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got you here. Okay. Hope you can hear me. Okay. I can hear you. It sounds great. Oh, good. It sounds oh, great. Good. Good. Congrats good. on this, Doc. I, I know you don't like talking about yourself. And uh, and, and I – no, I know you uh, – seriously, I know you don't. I know you'd, you'd rather talk about anything else other than yourself. And so for you to, mm-hmm. to, to sit down and share so much, um, you know, is, is pretty cool. So congrats well, it, on it. It's not – thank you. That's very kind of you. You're welcome. It, it, it's hard to um, – do things like that it's it has a lot of vainness in it you know it's just you know i don't want to you talk about your life one of the the problems with something like this is maybe you have to go back and open up old wounds and i didn't want to do that i had several long took me a long time to agree to do this just simply because i didn't want to do that and you know i I thought this would be a really um, neat thing, and they filmed it at the Clay Cooper Theater in Branson, which really made it fun. And uh, so, because that's where I perform, I'll be performing this off season. So it's good for him, good for the show. And so, from, from that standpoint, I was really happy to do it. And you're right; the rest sitting down, talking, talking, opening up. Eh. Not exactly something something I enjoy. Well, I mean, people want to know your story, Terry, and I know you you might you know you're a humble guy in that respect, but people want to know your story. What are you surprised the most that you shared for this documentary that even surprised you? Wow, I went there. I think yeah, you know, I think um, my wife watched it. Um, Eric Shanks and Fox watched it. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I did. Yes. I didn't watch it, but I I wouldn't watch it. Although my wife said you really don't have to watch it, but just listen to it, and so you can comment on it. And I, so we were driving in the car, and so she put it through her her uh, phone through the uh, car speakers, and it, even just she and I driving, it's not. Uh, I did, <laughs> I didn't really like like hearing that at all. So, you know, Rich, I've been in television 43 years, and you know I've only watched one show ever. Which one is one that? One show. What's that? And CBS, CBS made me sit down and review the very next day after my first show on NFL Today and uh, watch that show and then critique me and tell me, do this. That's the only one I've ever watched. Have you huh. never seen any of your movies back, Terry? Have you never seen I any? I saw the movies because I quite honestly thought I was fabulous in them. <laughs> 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 I did. Fantastic. <laughs> the movies, the yeah. movies were fun. Yeah. And um, you're you're just playing a character or trying to. You're really yourself. So I didn't have a problem with the movies. It failure to launch. Heck, I got naked. You know, I mean, naked. And I just got a kick out of that. <laughs> but so the movie's not hard. The singing, um, I don't know why I'm nervous about watching myself sing. That's probably uh, because because I'm not very good. Maybe that's why. <laughs> so, that, so that might have something to do with it. Well, it's kind of neat uh, that this documentary again is the through line is your show, and and um, and then everything else kind of branches off from that. And then the pop culture right. stuff. You know, you, you we've talked about it before when you've been on the show. Yeah. And, and I can't get enough of that. You know, the, the, the story of how you wound up in Burt Reynolds' movies is yes. amazing. Yeah. Can you just dive into this a little bit here? <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the short version. I did a, they did a skit. They used to NBC. This, did a skit the night before Super Bowl ten. And Bert went on there, and it's in the documentary. Mm -hmm. I believe they play it. Yep. And basically take shots at me. And we go on and win, and it was about the dumb thing. And was it about the dumb thing? I'm not sure. Maybe. Anyway, um, we win the game, and he catches all kind of heck from the Pittsburgh Steelers fans for what he did to me. And I, I'd started singing and traveling, uh, doing country music uh, sh uh, shows, opening for, you know, some for some big stars and then doing my own in small clubs around the country. And so I was traveling in L.A., and I was doing the Palomino Club. And I had two shows there. And uh, his agent, David Gersherson, um, delivered huge bouquet of carnations or some, I don't know what they were, but they were beautiful, in a horseshoe shape and with a letter, I'm so sorry, I really like, I really like you. I, I respect you. I can identify with you, the hardships and all. And I wish I had never done that. I had I had I had reservations about doing it because how much I enjoy watching you as a player. From Burt I mean, Reynolds, it's a beautiful letter. From yeah, Burt Reynolds, I kept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And his, and he said, David Gershenson, who ended up being my manager for ever, he just passed away. Um, he said, Bert would like for you, if you've got time tomorrow to come out on the set, he'd like to meet you personally. If you have to fly out of town, I said, well, i got a show in Albuquerque, but i got a day off. 
And so I, the band went on, and and uh, I went. I stayed over and went out to meet uh, Bert on the sh- uh, shoot of Cannon. Uh, not Cannonball Run, but Hooper, the yeah, the uh, stunt movie. And uh, I was, and so I went out there, and he came out of his trailer and grabbed me and he hugged me and kissed me on the cheek and told me how much he loved me and how sorry i mean that's amazing and, and so we talked and talked and talked about everything in the world and um it was I put me right at ease being around such a star and then he said i gotta have you in this movie uh i said I, i'm no actor he said I, yeah yeah, you are too. You're an actor. You can do this. It's easy. I want to put you in this movie. So he, said, he calls Hal Needham and has him come over and he says, I want to put him in the movie. Introduce me to Hal Needham. So uh, they sat on, on the top of Bert's truck and they opened up the script and they wrote me in and they wrote, up, they wrote me all in the script. So, okay, um, well, here's, you're going to be this guy from Houston, Texas. And would give me a filming date to be there. So I came out and and did uh, I did Hooper and and I made believe makeshift. Uh, we did it in the parking lot actually of the Palomino Club, and they made it look like the Palomino Club. And and so that's my first movie. Yeah. And then you were that's in five. Yeah, and then you were in five Burt Reynolds movies in in your in right. your career. And evening, I did three evening Shades, shades with right. him. And uh, damn. All born had, out of that. Uh, all born out of that segment that he did. You know, right. making fun of you and then feeling right. bad. And then, right. I used to go to his mom and dad's house in Jupiter, Florida. And we'd sit on the porch and drink iced tea. Then he, I would go to his theater with him, uh, him and Sally Fields, and um, we just did a lot of cool things together. I don't know. What, he just liked me, you know. He just evening shade was a scream. I mean, that was so much fun. Um, He's so much fun. If you ever watch Burt's movies, those that he is in control of, you'll always see the same cast of characters. He always has Alfie is always one of his guys, a little bitty short guy, yeah. always one of his buddies, and he's always in every movie. And Just Burt, he's just loyal. Terry Bradshaw here on The Rich Eisen Show. HBO's Terry Bradshaw going deep Tuesday, February 1st um, at 9 p.m. Eastern, and then you could stream it as well on HBO Max. So, um, you know, in the couple minutes I have left with you here, uh, let me ask you a couple uh, current football. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger retires. Uh, What do you think his legacy is in Pittsburgh? I think it's it's, – he would easily – uh, he owns every record there is in, in the book. The only thing he doesn't have is two more Super Bowls to tie my, my four Super Bowls. But outside of that, he's got it all. Uh, he's got everything. He's the, I think he's the top five quarterback in the league for yardage and touchdowns. And just an amazing, amazing career. Just a great player before, obviously. You know, Antonio Brown and uh, Le'Veon Bell, when they all left, and those guys were headed for Hall of Fame careers themselves, Rich. But they, you know, I understand they went for the money and their careers went to, and then Le'Veon just totally disappeared. And Brown is just, you know, I don't know what his situation is, but it's not good. I can tell you that. So, but I think he, he had some struggles early off the field in his in his career, got his life turned around, married a couple of children. And uh, I don't know him, Rich. I don't know him well at all i mean i don't know him at all i did text him a couple of times last year uh text him once this year congratulating him on his great career that's it i mean that's pretty much it 
Do you hear That's back? That's all I have about him. Do you hear back but from him? I respect him. No, not 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 this time. Not not this year. I didn't. Mm. And he very hey, listen, very easily could not have gotten it. You know what I mean? And um, so no big deal. I probably got millions of texts, but uh, I didn't lose any sleep over it. I just. You know, but I didn't hear back. But that's all right. Hey, Rich. Yes, sir. That's all right. <laughs> so, uh, but he he deserves to be in the bust room with you in Canton, Ohio. Oh, agree? absolutely. Okay. Oh, sure. If you had asked me that question, yes. I would have said absolutely. Absolutely goes in first ballot. Listen, before they just beat the snot out of him, uh, there was none better. I wouldn't have taken him over any quarterback in the league, and that includes the guy down in Tampa Bay. The young man in Tampa Bay has been very blessed and fortunate to have been surrounded with talent and talent and talent, and Ben came in, and they all went out, and the offensive line got old and got bad, and he got the heck beat out of him for the last three years. And, uh, and we all know he stands in there and takes a beating, and it, has its, it takes its toll on you, and it took, you know, took its toll on him. But 18 years is great. What do you, you know, that's a, what do you think the Steelers well, should do to replace him? What do you think you, you golly, think? Rich, tell me. I don't think they have the answer on the bench. Uh, Mason Rudolph, Rudolph, I believe is his name, out of Oklahoma State. They got him in the second round. Right. He had his chances, and I didn't see much from him. He didn't, you know, maybe he just got to have, maybe he has to play a full season. And uh, they, they got to build something around him. Look, Rich, I've, I've said this so many times, I'll say it again. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, um, doesn't matter to me. The guy in the homes, it doesn't matter. If they don't have talent around them, they're not gonna, you're not going to see their talent. If you don't protect them and give them a running back and give them a wide receivers where they can function and their talents show, it's not going to work. It will, it will not work for anybody playing in this game if you don't surround them with talent. And then, oh, and by the way, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have some defense too. And I mean, that's asking a lot, but why not? Uh, why? I mean, why not? We we got we got the Rams coming up, and they went out and and did everything they could, try to, you know, put a team together to win this year with the quarterback, the wide receiver. They get Acres back. I mean, they. They've got some really great – Von Miller's there. I mean, they've got, you know, Jalen Ramsey. They've got some really good pieces pieces that they went and got. So they surrounded their quarterback, Stafford, and their defense. And, I mean, they sold out. If it doesn't work. Then you basically got – got to start over. Would you counsel the Steelers to go get Rodgers if he's available? Would you do that? I, I don't think. Aaron would go to Pittsburgh. I think he had analyzed the offensive lines not very good. The wide receivers are hit and miss. They have basically no – tight end's not bad. Not bad. A young kid out of Penn State, I believe. Um, I don't think that's something that he's going to want to be a part of because uh, he did say he didn't want to be a part of rebuilding. And it very well could be. That's what Pittsburgh is going to have to do is rebuild. Um, defensively, it's probably there, though. They, they've got to fix their offense. They've got to fix it. Um, they got the kid out of Alabama running back. Just got to get some linemen in there. I don't know where Aaron's going to go. Everybody said Denver. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to go anywhere. He may go back to Green Bay, which is what I do. I go back where it's loaded. They got to sign Adams, and I don't know if they can sign them both. Really? 
I don't know. We'll see. Last one for you, Terry. What do you think happens Sunday when you're uh, you and the rest of the Fox well, crew will be together getting think, ready for? <laughs> I think Kansas City takes care of Cincinnati, and I believe um, I've been riding the Forty Niners. Um, and I'm going to stay with the 49ers, even though it's hard to win, you know, seven in a row. <laughs> right. Hey, listen, today is what Friday. Can I, can I, can I change my mind come Sunday morning? Well, I think, but I think all, yeah, all my thinking right now has been, I'm not going to turn my back on the 49ers now, although I love Stafford and he's a friend of mine and he'll be upset if I pick the 49ers, but Garoppolo's a friend of mine and I really like Jimmy. I've always kind of pulled for Jimmy. Both of these quarterbacks make mistakes at the wrong time, Rich. Um, but boy, that bunch in San Francisco, they're kind of a hard-nosed, bloodier-mouth bloody kind of bunch. I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. So right now I'm, go- I'm, I'm going to go with the 49ers. So, well, yeah. Terry, you know, I, 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 the uh, the aforementioned uh, uh, major domo of Fox Sports that you mentioned, Eric Shanks, will probably appreciate if you, you know, uh, if you do change your mind, that there'll be a nice fresh, <laughs> nice fresh uh, opinion for for Fox on Sunday. But you okay. know, oh, I see a fresh opinion. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'll tell you what, he just may have to take this one and just keep it. There okay? you go. In the mean, <laughs> in the meantime, congrats on this, Doc. Uh, Terry, oh, you know, thanks. I mean, this is great yeah, stuff. Kind. No, uh, seriously, you're like kind. again, I uh, I know again, this is not your 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 wish to sit down and talk about yourself, but there are so many people that have come to know you and feel like they know you because you are who you are I, on television. Kinda, you know, you know so. I am kind of an open book. You're right. I I don't have a problem letting you see inside. I think my wife hit it best when she watched it. I just done the show. And I sat down two nights in a row, did the show and sat down and did interviews. And she said, she said, I could, I see an edge about you in this interview. That's a little bit on the angry side. And I said, huh, that's interesting. It could be, could be, I'm tired of talking about it. It could be, I'm all, I love to be honest, even though it gets me in trouble. So you watch it, Rich. you tell me what you think. I will be more We're than buddies. happy. We're yeah. buddies. Absolutely. Yeah. Right Absolutely. back at you, Terry Bradshaw. Okay, bud. Right back Thanks, at you. Rich. Thank you You're for a great man. I love your work, buddy. Right back at you, Terry. Let's make this uh, more Thanks. often. I appreciate the time. Okay. Take I'd care. love to. Thank you, Rich. Charge those okay. eyes. Charge those <laughs> AirPods, Terry. Charge them up. <laughs> I'm holding them in my hand right now. Okay, very good. Here. Charge them up. Let's get you know <laughs> the championship <laughs> Sunday. We can't have this. Okay. It's championship Sunday okay. coming up. Take care, Terry. All right, there we go, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, there you go. I just told Terry Bradshaw to focus. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Oh, my God. All right, let's take a break. Phone calls, Love 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll take your calls when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on Terrestrial Radio talking about this overtime rule idea I, I heard where certain team get, team A gets it and has, you know, scores in seven plays. So team B, uh, B only has seven plays to score back. How would that overtime rule have worked in the first game? The new overtime rules where both teams get to touch it if it's just a field goal and a uh, touchdown ends it right away. How would that have worked in uh, in that game where... Tebow found Demarius Thomas on the first snap. They get one play. You get one play. So you kick it off. You kick it through the end zone. (laughs) You 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 now have to find lightning in a bottle yourself in order to keep the game going. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) Right. You know, I mean, come on. Tough. You touch the ball, but you get one play. You should have stopped him on that one snap. You should have tackled Demarius. If you want this to actually work with the NFL – you need to come up with an idea that's as close to what you currently have. And that's why we've come up with, you know, one timed quarter. So definitely both teams are going to have to touch it because nobody's going to go unless somebody goes on a 15 minute drive, I guess. Or 10 minute, whatever the time. Right. And then and then if the score is tied at the end of that quarter, now it's sudden death starting again, starting again. So whoever has the ball at the end of the first overtime, doesn't bleed into the second. We're starting again from scratch. And whoever didn't have the ball to start overtime now has the ball to start the second overtime. And the way that's determined is with the opening coin toss. Where you decide if you win, do you take the ball to start the game? If you do, then you get the ball to start overtime, should there be one. And the other team just gets it at the second half start. And this, the second overtime start. Like, that's the way you can predetermine from the one random act of a coin flip once at the beginning of the game. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I don't think it needs I don't fix, even know if the NFL would go for that. But if there is a fix, it's predetermining who gets the ball to start overtime yep. and then a timed period. Well, we're still open ideas, at least right now, because I think the page is being turned. Unless both games go to overtime on Sunday. Maybe so. Then then it'll be real fresh yeah. and crazy. Yeah. Jeremy in Wisconsin, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, real quick, Rich. Uh, super big 49ers fan, so I am pumped right now. I'm okay. like a kid in the candy store who I love got it. free candy in his pockets. I don't even care if I lose. I already got the candy. Okay, so. very good. Super pumped right now. Uh, here's what I think we should do. I think you set this up really well for me. Okay. All we need to do is get rid of the coin toss. And here's how that would work. The Chiefs kick the ball with time expiring to tie the game. There's no coin toss. Current overtime rules apply. They kick the ball to the Bills. Because they ended... But what if the game doesn't end 
uh, with a kick at the end? What if it, it the game has been tied since the middle of the third quarter and you just see a lot of uh, offensive, um, either incompetence or defensive, uh, you know, strength? You know what I mean? Like, so whoever ends the regulation anyway, you know, why, why, why wouldn't I just want to punt on first down and make sure the other team gets it, you know, as time <laughs> yeah, expires? No, I, I hear you, but I think this is an improvement where – the game is decided more by the decisions and play of the players than by a coin flip. And it is the same rules. You're just eliminating the coin flip. I appreciate the call. Thanks. Oh, sorry. Can you imagine if the chiefs have the ball at the five yard line, they are down by three. There's three seconds on the clock. What decision are they going to make? They're going to take the three and kick the few, kick the ball back to Allen where he has a chance to win the game. Or are they going to go for it? And trying to end end the game right there. No, so I, I and I know, of- but I, as I just pointed, and thanks for the call, man. Good luck to your Niners and your candy. Um, you know, again, I've been at this long enough where every single rule I hear, I think of the unintended consequences. Yep. And I just gave you one. I mean, not every game is going to go to overtime where both defenses are gassed. Not every game is going to be tied at the last second that goes into overtime. Think about Niners I mean, and Packers could have easily went to overtime at 10 10 or you whatever want, it was. Do you want to like you know a team to basically say, all right, I'm on my own 20. Uh let's go to overtime. Um, I'm gonna take two knees, but before that, I'm gonna punt the ball right at the very end to make sure you have possession of it at the end of regulation so I get it back to start overtime. How many people would be like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Like that is the loophole right there of that idea. In the same way, that other idea, like, you know, you get the same number of, you know, plays to score as the team just in front of you, and the team just in front of you scores in one play. All right, great overtime. <laughs> <laughs> That's the unintended consequence. I never thought of it like that. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show.